0: Welcome to the Mastery Matrix Podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know, how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. So how do highly effective people operate? how do people who impact the world in so many different ways who build these very successful businesses who seem to have it all who manage teams and they have an actual life right how do they operate and you know what's funny the this question i get mostly from the people who seem to be already operating at a very high level it's the people that are already leading these you know seven multiple seven figure businesses that already understand everything that it takes to operate at that high level, they're the people who tend to ask me this question the most, right? And so this topic is going to be beneficial for you, whether you already are operating at that high level, and you're looking to get to your next level reality, whatever that next big goal is in your business or in your life, and actually both of those areas. And whether you are starting your business or maybe you have your first few clients and you're really looking to grow that very successfully. And still you're finding that you're being pulled in all of these different directions. This will be beneficial for you. Now, when it comes to operating very effectively, a lot of people talk about productivity, how many books, hundreds thousands of books and courses on how to be productive. What I find, though, is that people tend to associate productivity with efficiency, whereas in my books... Productivity has to be tied to effectiveness, and we're going to talk about what the difference is between those two. If you have read the book by Stephen Covey, a uh, title, um, how, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you will have encountered this concept, right? So for a lot of people, being productive means they get a lot of stuff done. Getting a lot of stuff done is being efficient. It means that you have a probably a list of 20,000 things to do, and you actually manage to get them done. But what you will see and the reason why very highly successful people come back with this question of how do I become more effective is because efficiency, if that is what you're um, coupling productivity with will not necessarily take you to your goals uh, and or if you get to the goals you are going to be exhausted it will take everything from you on your way there whereas if you're looking to be effective it means that you are working towards something specific you are working based on principles you are working consistently uh, by reviewing your values and reviewing your mission statement and reviewing what is most important to you. So being efficient is just getting stuff done. Being effective is getting the right things done, right? So that is the number one um, differentiator, I guess, between these two the, between these two notions that I want you to really realize. So when we're talking here about how to be highly effective, The first thing then will be that you have to begin with the end of mind. And again, I'm going to reference the same book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you're like me, you've read it and you read it 20 years ago, go back. I like to go back to that book so many times because each time you're going to get something different from it. If you have not read the book, I suggest that you do. There's a lot of really valuable lessons that should be drawn from that book, both for your personal life and your business. Now, habit number two, actually, yes, Spoiler alert. Habit number two that Stephen Covey mentioned is beginning with the end in mind. And this is why throughout this podcast, you always hear me talking about intention. What is the thing that we're going towards? What is that vision that we're looking to develop? What is the direction that we're taking right now? And you don't have to have all of the answers, but you just want to have a direction so that you start taking action and so that you can make decisions. So for you, beginning with the end of mind is really setting aside that uh, to-do list or your calendar and asking yourself, what is the most important right now? Who am I trying to become? What am I working towards, right? How do I want to be remembered? What do I want this life to be about? That is for me, the number one questions before we even dive into the business and all of those things, those things are here to support your own development at the end of the day. Okay. That's my take on this. So who are you becoming? Who are you working on becoming? And what are you trying to build in that process? That is the first thing. And then you bring it to the closer, closest future and asking yourself, okay, maybe over the next 90 days or the next 30 days. What are going to be the things that I really value that I need to put in place in order to create that future version of me, of the business, of my life, et cetera? Okay. So starting with the end in mind is super important because as you've probably heard before, you already you want to act it up in your mind first. You create it twice, you create first in your mind, then you create it in your physical reality. So go back to what is most important. Then once you have that, this is where this quadrant is so beneficial. And uh, Stephen Covey mentions it in his book. It's called the Eisenhower Matrix. There's been apps developed on it and so on. I remember in my early twenties, when I read this book for the first time in my late uh, teenage years, actually, I read the book and then there was this app that was, that had just been created. This is like the beginning guys of mobile phones and mobile apps and stores and stuff. And so there was this app that had been created um, and it would literally just help me prioritize what I needed to do based on four uh, criteria. So, Criteria number one, what is important? Number two, not important. Number three, what is urgent? Number four, what is not urgent? All right, so imagine this quadrant. You can go online and do a quick search, and I'll actually put uh, probably a link in the show notes here to, for you to just see what this quadrant looks like and what you want to build for yourself. In this quadrant, you it, it really helps you identify, all, take the list of all of the things that you need to do keeping in mind what the end is, right? What the the result that you're looking for and the outcome and the vision, that intention, what it is, and looking at it against your list of stuff to do. Okay, now based on where I'm trying to get to, what is important? What do I have on my list that right now is important and urgent? What is important and not urgent, right? There is no specific deadline. There's no one breathing down my neck to get this done. What, is, what are those things? What are the things that are extremely urgent? You literally have somebody breathing down your neck about this thing, but in your books, it is not important, right? When you look at what you're trying to get to, it is actually not important, but it feels like it needs to get done. And then what is not urgent and not important? Okay, I'm going to revisit all four of these quadrants to let you know what to do with those things. But that's the first thing you want to do. You currently have a list of 15,000 things to do, and they all seem to be competing for your attention. And everybody is telling you it is so important for you to do A and B and C and D and all of the alphabet and all of the combinations of the different letters. It is, and it seems impossible, right? And that is when we start thinking there's no way I can do it all and it might affect your confidence it might you know just affect just your mental health and your mental bandwidth that is totally optional we don't have to go there if you just take the time to review the things that are falling on your lap and instead of just following everyone else's plan you develop your own and you start with the end in mind and then you revisit things that are coming to you based on what your order of priorities are it will be so much easier to get all the things that seem like they need to be to be done to get them done and you have your sanity and you get to reach the goals that are important to you. All right. So exercise number one, you pull your list of to do's, all the things, everything that's in your plate, the stuff in your calendar, the stuff that's waiting to get in the calendar, but there's no space, all of those stuff, put it on a sheet of paper and then ask yourself, okay, if I take a quadrant and I have at the very top, right, you have the square and you split that square into two, two columns. One column says urgent, the other column says not urgent, and then on the other axis you split that into two rows, right? The same the same uh, uh, square that you have, you s- split that into two rows. The top says important, and the bottom row says not important. Right there, you have a quadrant. Now, in your quadrant, in the that little square, one of the four, so your top right square that says urgent and important. For example, if it is, if something is urgent and it's important, you want to get that done. That needs to take precedence, priority in terms of your calendar, like book a slot. If it's not in your calendar yet, book a slot to get that done as soon as possible, because not only is it taking you to your goals, but there seems to be some type of a time limit or a deadline associated with it. So the more you procrastinate on getting it done, the more stress you're just going to feel. Okay. We don't want that stress, right? We don't want that stress. So go and get that done like yesterday. All right. If not yesterday, let's get it done today or tomorrow. Latest. I give you 24 hours. Now, in the other quadrant that says this thing is important, but it is not urgent, those things are as we said, they're important. So you want to plan them. If they're not right now in your calendar and they've just been like lingering on some type of a to-do list or in a a space in your mind or uh, somewhere on an app or in your journal, no, we want to take that into the calendar and actually time-block Uh, a, a space to execute on that. Okay. So anything that you look at that, you know, you have to do because it is important, but right now it is not urgent. You have to plan it. And why do you want to plan it? Because if you don't, everything else that seems urgent will take precedence. Everything that seems urgent will be done in terms of priority just because they seem urgent. But if you spend your life doing the urgent stuff and not not the important stuff, you will not be very pleased with the outcome, uh, you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now, okay? So you really want to be working on the important things for you, whether it's family, it is the business, it is your health, it is your spirituality, those things that are very important, You need to get them done, even if they don't seem urgent, because it never feels urgent to have a a, a date with your son or with your daughter, right? Those things never feel urgent because there's always 15,000 other problems to solve. But are they important? Yes, they are. Those are the things that you're going to be remembered for. So if it is urgent, if it is not urgent, but it is important, you want to plan that, okay? Okay. If something is not important, but it feels urgent, either because people are telling you that's the deadline and it has to be done, et cetera. But when you look at your priorities, it is not something that is very, very important to you. Delegate it. Get somebody else to do it for you. Get it uh, uh, if it's something that you can automate so it gets done automatically. Do that. If it is something that you can hire a team member or you know delegate to a current team member, do that. If it's something that you need to hire somebody else to take care of it temporarily, just you know, for that specific project, do that so that it gets done. It releases that bandwidth in your mind, and yet you have not taken your own time to invest it into something that is not as important. Okay, so anything that is not important, but that seems urgent delegate it to somebody else. Okay. Now, if something is not important and it is not urgent, what should you do? Drum rolls, please. So what should you do with that? You just don't do it. There you go. You don't want to invest time or money or mental resources or bandwidth into something that is neither important nor urgent. Okay. Now the thing is, we tend to, when we don't ask ourselves these questions, we tend to just treat all of the things that we have to do as equal and they're not. If there's something that my background in project management and specifically strategic project management, which is basically... Uh, when you help an organization look at all of the resources they have at the organizational level, right? So not just a project. Yes, a project will usually have its budget and a timeline and all of those things. And we're trying to deliver the project within those parameters. When you're thinking strategic project management, the organization is looking then at all of its projects, and is looking at okay based on all the things that i want to accomplish and all of the things that my different teams have to accomplish within the next year for example how do i allocate resources and resources can be people resources can be money resources can be time resources can be all sorts of things it etc right how do i allocate these resources Oh, resources can be finances as well, right? So, how can I allocate these resources to the things that are going to get us to, to our goals faster? And how do I do they assign that? That they look at what is the strategic plan, where are we going, what is the vision, what is the mission, and then what are the projects that are going to get there to get us there faster this year, right? And then from there, they allocate their resources. That's how you want to be thinking as well. Okay, so to really take the time to do this exercise, it will make you feel so much clearer in terms of where your time and your money and your energy and your your mental bandwidth have to go based on what is most important. And then if something is important, you want to really tackle the important and urgent, then you want to plan the important and not urgent. And anything that is not important but seems urgent, you want to have somebody else do that, right? It can be in their bucket of important and urgent. It doesn't have to be in yours. And if something's not important and not urgent, honestly, just step aside. Like, leave that alone. You don't even need to spend energy or time in there. All right? So I really, really hope this was helpful for you. This is something that literally you could take this audio and uh listen to it again if you need to, and have this clarity in your mind by the end of the day today, okay? So go and do that, and I look forward to hearing about how much clarity it brought to you. This is literally how I started managing my time some 20-odd years ago, 20-some years ago, and I still think this way just because, you know, that's been a habit, but also project management, strategic project management definitely have impacted that. And I find that even if I am not, once you start doing this over time, you'll realize that soon you don't even need to have this matrix in front of you to be able to assess things right away as they come Is it aligned? Is it not aligned? Is it important? Is it not important? Urgent? Not urgent. Okay. Here you take care of this piece because I need to delegate it. This is something that's important. I need to do it. I'm going to plan for it. Etc. 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 Okay. So let me know how uh, this helps you. Let me know what aha moment maybe you got from it. And you'll know that you can find me everywhere on social media on the high revar. And I look forward to hearing from you. All right. So much love to you. Go crush this week, and I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) there you have it if you got any insight from today's show guys please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes that would mean a lot to me also the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var now this information is in the show notes so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.